Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. We have started this podcast to showcase all the great things 4-H has to offer. Our podcast will include stories from Minnesota 4-H members, information about 4-H opportunities, and we will also hear from some 4-H experts. Welcome to Clover Chat episode three of season three. This is State Ambassador Megan from Anoka County, and I'm joined by Arabelle from Sherburne County, Misty from Martin County, and Evelyn from Wright County. On today's episode of the Clover Chat, we have some very special guests joining us. We want to welcome Jema and Elon, and they're representing the Minnesota State 4-H Agricultural Ambassadors. During this recording, we want to focus on learning all about the Agriculture Ambassador Program in Minnesota. But first, let's meet our guests. Can you each share your name and give us just a general positioning? Like if you're north, south, middle, or if you live close to a city, uh, where you are located in the state of Minnesota. Oh, I think I can go first. Uh, my name is Alon Bluston. Um, I'm located in Dakota County, kind of Scott County area, which is about south central. Uh, it's about an hour south of the cities if you drive to my place. And I'm Jimma Lawson. I am from Wadena County, which is Northeast Minnesota. Perfect. So now that we've uh, gotten to introduce all of ourselves, uh, we're going to hop into some questions. So we asked some of our fellow Minnesota State 4-H ambassadors, as well as the 4-Hers of Minnesota, um, for some questions that they want to hear from you guys today. So the first question that we have is, can you explain what role or tasks um, ag ambassadors are involved in? Um, and if there's like any titles or like things like that. Alon, do you wanna take this one or? I think you can take it. All right, so an ag ambassador are just here to support the agriculture side of 4-H and programs like that. So we kind of do the same thing as the uh, state ambassadors. We go to different programs, um, such as the Farm Bureau, Bureau um, Association meeting, uh, things like that, just to be around agriculture and be a light to the side of 4-H, not just the whole leadership part. So I know that we have like workshops and things that we host, or host, I guess. Um, do you guys like host things similar to that or? Yeah, so we, uh, we actually do uh, host different workshops. Um, this spring, we are planning on doing a plant soil workshop with elementary kids in different counties that we are associated in, uh, just to enlighten the agriculture part of it. Um, we also do Zoom calls with other counties and assist with any programs that they do. Uh, right now, I know in our region or in our district area, they're learning about potatoes. So I get to join in on Zooms and learn and teach about potatoes. Cool, that's super cool. Um, do you guys, like, where could the general public learn more about agricultural 4-H in Minnesota? Do you guys have, like, a website in specific, or do you have, like, at the county fairs or at the state fair, like, anything particular towards the agricultural ambassadors in Minnesota 4-H? I know, personally, um, Personally, through the extension office, you can find quite a bit of information. I know, though, that um, the program is relatively new. 
Um, so there isn't a whole lot out there that I know of anyways. I don't know if Jama, you, if you know of any more, um, but I know the program is relatively new, so I don't think there's a whole lot out there. Yeah. When you, um, when you want to go find more information going on the Minnesota 4-H page helps a lot too. Um, just typing in Minnesota Agriculture Ambassador and it gives you more information and who you can contact for information. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, you guys typically are at the 4-H building. If you come inside, there's some maybe of uh, Ag Ambassadors stationed there to visit with the public. Is that correct? Yep. So that's a great way that the public can meet you guys and get to know more about agriculture in Minnesota in general. Okay, this next question comes from 4-H Youth in Minnesota. They want to know if you have any livestock, and if so, what livestock do you have? You want to answer first, Jim? You can go right ahead. I feel like I've been talking the whole time. Yes. Well, uh, for me, on our place... Um, we raise um, we raise sheep, or I raise sheep and uh, horses and chickens and all, all the like. Um, we used to have some cows, but um, we had to sell those. And then I raise dairy goats, meat goats, fiber rabbits, and meat production rabbits, as well as I leash dairy cows. Cool. So I know agriculture isn't all about just like the animals. That's something that we have to talk about like in 4-H a lot too, but what are like, do you guys do any like environmental stuff like with um, like the more like farming side of it? I know for me, I really view um, the sustainable agriculture as being very, um, uh, gosh, I forget what the word would be, but um, I think that using uh, proper grazing methods and um, cover crops and no-till like that in the gardens and all that is definitely um, something that I try to um, try to make use of as much as possible. And I know on our farm we are a sustainable uh, vegetable grower and fruit grower so all of our plants that we consume during the winter comes from our house and our fields and stuff. So, Jayma, you said you have uh, fruits and vegetables. Uh, Ilan, what type of crops do you typically have? Uh, typically, we raise um, a variety of different vegetables, mainly just kind of in a home garden, um, but it's pretty large scale. Um, we have some fruit trees that we've been raising up, but um, mainly what we raise is vegetables. Very cool. Um, what would you guys say your favorite livestock is that you've shown or something that you would like to show? I know for me personally, I'd love to show cattle. I never did get a chance to do that, but we do show horses every year and that's quite a bit of fun. I think that it's really hard for me. I love showing every species of livestock that I have, um, but I think showing my dairy cows is probably my favorite livestock to show. And how many egg ambassadors are there on your team this year? Or how many representatives? Yeah, Jamie, what do you know? Um, I believe it's between 18 and 21, I, if I remember correctly. I can't recall the number myself. <laughs> so there's quite a few of you. <laughs> yes. And we're spread out between our states. So... Um, we have a lot of um, lot of egg ambassadors down south part of Minnesota, 
we have uh, myself, I represent the Northwest region of uh, Minnesota agriculture. Uh, and then a lot of uh, ambassadors are also located more towards the cities too. Yeah, that's kind of the same for us. I think we have like five or six central region ambassadors as well, so. But getting a good mix from everyone throughout the state is always good because there's, the, we know 4-H is different across the whole state of Minnesota. And so having representatives from all over, I think is really important when we have that ambassador role to represent all of Minnesota, mm -hmm. whether it's the state ambassadors or the egg ambassadors. I think that that's really important to consider. All right, we're gonna take a short commercial break. Are you looking to meet new friends, engage in unique workshops and have fun this summer? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you should join your Minnesota State 4-H ambassadors at Yellow this summer. Yellow stands for Youth Exploring Leadership and Learning Opportunities. This year, we're going to be at the beautiful Bemidji State University campus, and we're there June 13th through the 16th. This amazing opportunity for 4-H youth is for grades 7 and up, and the Minnesota 2022-2023 Minnesota State 4-H ambassadors can't wait to see you there. For more information, go to z.umn.edu backslash four dash H and then capital Y-E-L-L-O. Also, don't forget to follow your Minnesota State 4-H ambassadors on the Instagram. It's at Minnesota for lowercase h. Welcome back. Moving on to our next question. We want to know what your favorite part or your favorite memory about being an agriculture ambassador is. I know for me personally, this is my first year, but already um, getting to spend time at the State Farm Bureau meeting, I think that was a great experience. I, this is my first time, my first time in being an egg ambassador. Um, but I think our session when we got to know each other was probably my favorite part. I loved meeting everyone throughout our state and getting to know kind of the routine of what we'll be doing this year as Egg Ambassadors. So you mentioned the Farm Bureau. Can you uh, talk a little bit about what that is and kind of what, like, what you guys do for that? So what we did at the Farm Bureau uh, meeting was we went and we helped out with some of the events and we... Um, really just made connections and put ourselves out there and spread the word about the ambassador program and kind of, uh, kind of uh, show the world how great it is, I guess. I know that we had a few state ambassadors that also joined the egg ambassadors at that event. And I, I want to know, I think it was, would you say it was a good event just to show the public that like a lot of 4-H and Minnesota's Farm Bureau crosses over? Like a lot of people that are part of the Farm Bureau were a part of 4-H. Would you second that, you guys would say, in the conversations that you had? Agree. Agree. Absolutely. I, when I was talking to people, they would say yes when I was in 4-H and they'd ask like, hey, how do you, like, what do you do in 4-H? And then we kind of explain, you know, I showed this and this and this and with my leadership abilities, I went and became an egg ambassador and now I get to do this for other people. And so it's getting those connections with people 
a lot of older people and saying, you know, we're still thriving. We're still going through everything and just making it the best better. Yeah, and I think it's cool to know that a lot of the foundations of these Farmer Bureau um, representatives were in 4-H. Like they were 4-Hers and then they took their skills and they moved to being a part of that Farmer Bureau program, which is really cool. And I think that it shows that 4-H is in a lot of people's like roots and um, what they grew up doing, which I think is really important to having agriculture ambassadors that support those people and that programming throughout Minnesota. Yeah, and I also think that it um, it shows just how uh, much of an impact 4-H and agriculture has on some people's lives and how they uh, and how it like affects when they're deciding their futures too. Also, oh, sorry. go ahead. You say something? Oh, I was just gonna move on to the next question. Um, what do you hope others will learn from you, or what do you hope you will learn because of your role as an agriculture ambassador? I know personally, I think that uh, I'd really like to learn um, more about public speaking and um, sharing what we do with the public and spreading uh, awareness about agriculture with the public. I think what I want to get out of this is to kind of show the public that agriculture is not just about livestock. It's about a lot of other things. Um, and I just want to be able to put that out there because a lot of people in general think that agriculture is just raising livestock, raising your dairy, your beef, cows, you know, and there's a lot more to it, like your plants, your so being sustainable for overall life. And so that's, that's what my goal is for this year is to just be a, for, be a voice for not just the animals, but for the other parts of agriculture. I have a question for you guys. Has the agriculture, do you plan on doing that in your future? And how has 4-H helped you um, decide on like your future career? Does agriculture have any impact on your decision of what you're going to do with your future career and lifestyle? I think that's a great question. I think, yes, absolutely. Uh, I know personally, um, I originally came from the suburbs, you know, I wasn't born to a farm family. I wasn't born, um, having any land or any experience around land or livestock. Um, and we had joined 4-H and kind of made our way out to the country and 4-H was really a starting point for us. And, um, and now I think, yeah, being in 4-H really gave me the insight into agriculture and really, um, really laid the foundation for my love of agriculture, my appreciation for it. And I think definitely, um, I definitely see myself. Um, working in agriculture for the rest of um, the rest of my life. And I'm kind of the opposite of uh, Alan. I was raised in 4-H. I was raised on a farm. I kind of, it was just in my genetics to be in agriculture. Um, but my, I took a train or a trail off from uh, my parents where I didn't just do livestock. I wanted to do the leadership part of it out of 4-H. And so that's where it took me. I love to public speak. I love doing demonstrations. And I know that is what's helped me go into my career path where I want to be an agriculture teacher and go in for education and teach others and be a leader to others and inspire others, just like my advisors did in 4-H, how my educator did it for in 4-H and everything in between. They just taught me everything that I wanted to do. And it's just been, 4-H has been in my life, my whole, my whole first and all the way up to now. Yeah, and I think it's such a wonderful program because I know that the ambassadors um, 
Herbal, Evelyn, and Misty and I can really say that for you. It just helped us navigate what we want to do with our future and mm-hmm. the skills we want to have and apply. And I think it's just a wonderful program, no matter if you're into the agricultural side, or you're into the leadership side, or you're into just going to the camps and retreats and conferences. I think there's definitely something for everyone. And it's just such a wonderful program to help set people up for their future life skills. I agree with Absolutely. that. Um, so our last question is, if someone was interested in becoming an egg ambassador, how could they sign up? And is there an op- or an application process? If so, how does it work? Do you want to take this one, Jama? Yeah, I can take this one. So uh, like Elon said earlier, getting in contact with the account, your county's extension educator, um, they would know more information about where to get the application there and like I said there is an application um it is not hard it is easy simple questions such as what programs have you been part of um who and what have made you a better leader have you done public speaking ability or public speaking programs things like that and then you have to have a certain amount of time in 4-H and hours as well as you have to have a a letter of recommendation and then at the end of September or end of August, you will get a notification if you got it or not got it. Um, typically applications are due by August 31st. So do you have to have a background in agriculture in order to become a state uh, agriculture ambassador? No, you do not, which is the best part. You uh, don't have to have a background in agriculture. You just have to have the want and will to be an advocator for agriculture. And what is the age requirement to be a state egg ambassador? I do not know that actually. I I do not know, but I believe um, our, our county educators would know that. Um, I think it's between eighth and twelfth or eighth and um, your freshman year of college. I think that's it. I can't recall specifically myself, but I think that sounds about right. So can you have like a, like more than one year as a state agriculture ambassador, or is it just a one year, um, experience? You can have as many, as many as you want. We have a veteran on our program this year. This is her third year. So, and she's loved it the whole time. Uh, so uh, there's no time limit and cap for you to be an egg ambassador, especially because it's a newer program and we want to get everyone out and saying, you know, we're here, we're thriving, we're growing. Um, I remember at our meeting, they said the first year they had eight and now we have between 18 and 21. So we are growing and there's not really a limit of what we can do. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really, really great is that there is no limit because we always need people advocating for agriculture, which I really enjoy. Um, and you guys said you both in your first years, right? I just want to clarify that. Yep. Yes. yes, ma'am. Yeah, and it's been an amazing experience that I can tell and you guys get to advocate for agriculture all over. Does anyone else have any other questions for them? Or do you have any questions for us? 
how do you guys like as state ambassadors how do you guys like dealing with the egg ambassadors <laughs> we do like them um as <laughs> as somebody who is very interested in agriculture i'm going to go to school for ag business um i would definitely consider being an agriculture ambassador maybe next year um, but I, I respect the ag ambassadors. I'm friends with a couple of them. Um, and I think what you guys do is really cool, um, and really important as well. So. I think um, how could we, oops, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. How could we get more interactive with you state ambassadors as ag ambassadors? Cause we do work a lot together. How could okay. we work more together? So um, a great way is obviously what we're doing right now, podcasts, awesome, to get you guys out there. And um, another way is we have a conference that we offer, like I said, yellow in the commercial break that happens in June. And I know we have some amazing youth that attend that love agriculture and are super passionate about it. And I know that this year we've been tossing around the idea um, I guess it's kind of a, a sneak peek to you guys. You'll be the first to know. But we really want to invite you egg ambassadors to come and speak at our event and um, lead maybe some workshops or you know, just be there and be someone that can talk with these uh, youth that really are passionate about agriculture. And I think that you also might get some new recruitments to be a part of your team, maybe even, which is always amazing. But just more events like that. And um, I think working together is just a huge highlight that we really want to work towards incorporating more in our future years of 4-H. But what are your guys' ideas on that? Do you think um, coming to different events and stuff like that would be a good way to get us more involved together? I love that I idea. I love, I love how there are people, you know that there's people that want to be part of the agriculture side of it. And so inviting us to those programs would be amazing. Yes, absolutely. So. We want to thank you again, Jema and Iwan, very much for joining us on this episode of the Corporate Chat Podcast. Once again, um, just to recap, we focused on learning all about the wonderful Minnesota State Forage Agriculture Ambassador Program and our wonderful ambassadors today. I'm going to toss it over to Arabelle. Yes, it was so nice to communicate with both of you as agriculture ambassadors, and we hope we will see you at upcoming events in the near future, maybe yellow. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. We hope to see you next time. Four H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. Four Hers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu slash 4-H.